Are you ready to question everything you know about money and success? I set out to build a healthy relationship with money, but along the way, realized that no money issue is actually about money. Join me as I break down my old beliefs and learn what's really true. I'm Noe Kalfa, and this is the 90 Day Money Challenge. It's day 56 of my 90 day money challenge where I'm questioning everything I know about money. And today's belief is I need to be more successful. This one I've been holding onto for years. As soon as I started working for myself, even before then in college, I need to be more successful. I need to be a better student. Even in high school, when I was you know, battling with my friends in math class to have the the highest grade in the test and things like that, right? Most of us in our society have this endless need to be more successful. And this comes up, especially when we're comparing ourselves to other people. Without other people, there's nothing to compare against to really measure our success besides uh, like having our needs met or um, other kind of basic uh, measurements. But really the fuel of this and the, the kind of dark addictiveness of this is the comparing, is that we can constantly look around us and say, well, that person's more successful. I want to be more like them. I want what they have. And so I need to be more successful myself. And we're taking what we see and then projecting it onto ourselves and then trying to change the reality of where we are now to be that vision. So I noticed all this coming up and really wanted to get down, get gritty with it, and look at, do I really need to be more successful? All right, so let's let's do the work on this. I need to be more successful. Is it true? Is it true? When I looked at this belief, I saw that, yes, it's totally true because I see what I'm doing right now and there's just infinite room to grow and I haven't made it big yet. That's my big indicator. I have not made it to become a great famous success. I haven't become famous. Maybe that is the the key indicator that I'm, I'm waiting for. And I need to become famous. Why? Why do I need that? Well, to prove that I'm good enough, to prove that I'm trustworthy and that I'm cool and that I can attract people and that I can be the center of attention, to prove that I'm confident, to get attention and approval of people, uh, to get respect. All these things are actually under the surface, if I'm honest. And, And then there's also a component of to be able, like I need to finally reach fame and reach success so that I can finally rest and slow down and just enjoy my life and do the things that I love to do and want to do. That's really what I want underneath all of this is I just want to rest and do the things that I want to do. That's why I want to get all of this success and attention and fame. So when I take a closer look with the second question of the work, can you absolutely know that it's true that you need to be more successful. When I take a look at that, I see that what success is 
has been a vision in my mind that's been far out there on other people. They look successful, and that's been my definition. But when I actually go in and say, hmm, I need to be more successful, can I absolutely know that that's true? Well, my most joyful feelings are often when I'm creating something. And that's been something that more and more I've allowed myself space to be creative, space to just experiment and try something ridiculous that I love. Like I'm testing out a new podcast idea that I just came up with over the weekend. And um, I wrote a whole demo episode and I'm going to go and record it. And I don't know if it's going to be a success or a failure, but the experiment is the success. So something here about not being quite sure that this thing I've always seen as success is actually the success that I need. So that's where that no comes from. I can't absolutely know that it's true, that I need success the way that I've seen it. So question number three. When I believe that I need to be more successful, how do I react? What happens in my world? And because I'm committed to sharing all of the uh, real things with you, I'm going to start with sharing that from my dad, I never really felt a sense of respect. I never felt like I really understood how to be proud of something because he never really offered me the, like, wow, this is an amazing thing that you've done. Uh, there was always a kind of rug being pulled out, which was like, um, like the experience of that was, oh, that's nice. Here's this person who is a professional at the thing that you've attempted to do. Uh, why don't you go check them out? And so it, was all, it always felt like it was never good enough. It was never good enough. There's no way to please this father figure. And I always looked to him to get that approval, right? So that's where this, if I am more successful, if I'm more famous, then I can finally ah, get the approval and then I can finally relax, right? It's so strange sometimes to see with just utter clarity, like where those things come from. But Something I noticed this time of doing the work that I hadn't noticed before when I've done the work on these kinds of things is that I've always seen that as a bad thing. I've always seen that this relationship with my dad not being the way that I wanted it to be is a, has been a bad thing, but it's led me into doing this work. It's led me into seeing and questioning this uh, approval need. And, and to find out, well, is it really true that I need his approval or that I need other people's approval in order to, to um, qualify that I've in fact created something that's good? Do I need that, right? It's brought that question up, which is actually a wonderful thing to have brought up. So this whole experience of my past, right, my whole life is... I'm seeing it now more like fertilizer for my growth than as this like endless struggle and, and why me and how dare you and all of that kind of uh, reaction, which is nice. It's a new, a new lens, right? So that's kind of a little aside. But let's go back into the dark, unenlightened place. So when I look at the future, 
and I'm believing the thought, I need to be more successful, what do I see? I see myself wealthy and lavish, living in a giant, you know, open home with cars, and, you know, I see all of this material success that I see on TV, and I see myself with millions of followers and fans, and, you know, uh, everybody wants Everybody's impressed by me. Everybody wants my attention, right? Those are the the visions that I see associated with success. And they're the carrots that I'm attaching to the stick to force myself to walk. So what I'm doing is I'm weighing myself based on whether I've achieved any of these things, right? And because it's the carrot on the end of the stick, it keeps advancing as I advance. And so I end up just in this cycle of stress, of pushing myself, pushing myself, of working hard, right? which I questioned a few days ago, uh, whether it's true that I need to work harder all the time. And all of the entrepreneur world is, is supporting this hustle life and you know push and work. Are you working hard enough? And are you gritty? And are you in there you know, pushing for 80 hours a week? All of that stuff has created in my body this like tightness and this harshness and this treating myself like a machine that I'm dissatisfied with, like I'm this constant failure of a of a pawn in the game, and that I'm 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 never really the king of the game. I'm just this lowly machine. I'm I'm not valuable, I'm not worth anything, I'm 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 disappoint I'm a disappointment. I'm not even a main character in the world. Right? That's, that's what happens when I believe that I should be more successful. I see myself as not even a main character in my life. What's that about? Right? I, I become boring, unattractive. I have nothing to contribute. Why? No, there's no reason for anybody to like me. All of those thoughts come up and they seem real because they're, they've been attached to this heavy kind of belly gut drop sensation of seriousness and that this is real and it's been going on for my whole life when what seems perhaps more likely is I've been believing this for my whole life. Um, but all this stuff is what happens when I believe this thought, right? And then how do I see successful people? Well, they're better than me. They're the kings of the world and I'm the pawn of the world. They're the queens of the world and I'm, you know, the lowly, the you know, subject and the servant or the peasant or whatever it is. Oh, what would it be like totally free of this belief? What would it be like free of the need to be more successful? And it took me a bit to sit with this because I've been holding this belief for so long and I've been using this belief to drive myself for so long. When I paused and took a look at my life as it is now, free of the belief that I need more success, what I see is that I would be free to experiment. I would be free to play. I would be free to enjoy the things that I'm doing it's almost like this, it's like I'm taking off a pair of glasses 
and I see the world clearer, I see myself clearer, I actually can tell more what I like and what I don't like when I'm not believing this thought, when I've taken the glasses off of seeing the world through this success lens. I'm no longer in this battle of other people's images of success that I see on TV or I see, oh, well, that person bought that thing. Yeah, I should want that thing. I actually see clear, more clearly what I love to do and what I uh, love to surround myself with. And then I see that I've basically done that. That's what I've done. I've surrounded myself with a life where I love all the things around me and uh, I've surrounded myself with wonderful people. I've surrounded myself with the activities that I love. Uh, I love to dance. I love to, to do movement and yoga and meditation and have deep conversations. I've created all those things in my life. And I, I see this, this joy. I feel this unboundedness. And that makes it okay to be bad at things. It makes it okay to fail at things because there's no pressure. There's nowhere to go. There's no need to succeed, which doesn't mean that I don't want to, say, get better at guitar or uh, get better at certain dance skills that I've been wanting to do. But the motivator isn't to become successful, to be a figure of success, to have finally arrived the motivation is the joy of it, the study of it, the learning, the questioning, the, the being able to do something new that I could never do before, which is all ha having to do with presence and connection and play and this uh, scientific discovery process of the world. Right? That's what I'm left with, free of the need to be successful. So let's take the turnarounds of I need to be more successful, right? First turnaround I have here is I need to be more of a failure. So the challenge in these turnarounds is to look at the same situation, right? Right now I'm looking at my life as it is. And when I look, I see that I, in order to relax, which is what I'm trying to do by being more successful, I actually need to accept all of the failures in my life. Instead of trying to cover them up and, and move on so quickly onto the next success, I need to take time with the failures because there's so much to learn in there. And another example of how I need to be more of a failure in this situation in my life is that in order to succeed, I actually need to experiment a lot and to fail a lot. It's actually failure and success are part of the same, they're like two sides of the same coin, right? If you want to have the coin, you need both. You need the failure and the success. Uh, without failing, it means there's no genuine creativity because creativity kind of comes in these big waves. Right? It's like this flow of creativity. Something will hit, an idea will hit, and then you follow that idea. And sometimes it translates. Sometimes it's in the right time at the right place. Sometimes it's not in the right time in the right place. Sometimes it's in the right time, but not the right place or the opposite. And if you're only focused on success, when I'm only focused on success, I'm 
cutting that creative flow short and I'm giving it limitations. And so I don't allow new things to emerge, which is the only way to really succeed. It's the only way to break out of the known world is to introduce new things. I mean, it seems quite obvious. And in that comes failure and success. They both spring out of that well. So I need to be more of a failure in order to be more of a success. All right. And one more example here. I need to be more of a failure is true because I need to be where I am in order to be happy. So whatever level of success or failure that I'm in right now in my life, you know, if I look out to people who have made millions of dollars and I consider myself a failure, well, I got to be a failure because that's where I am. And if I keep running this carrot addictive game, I'm just going to end up feeling worse and worse, not more relaxed and happier. So let's take another turnaround here. I need to be more successful turns around into I don't need to be more successful. And if I look around at my life, I see that, like I've mentioned, I'm living quite a luxurious, enjoyable life. I have wonderful friends. I have uh, wonderful activities that I do. I have way too much to do. And so I really get to choose what are the things that I really love and want to do, right? I'm running a business that's doing well. I'm very comfortable in my life. I don't need to be more successful in order to get more fulfillment or anything like that. Uh, another example of I don't need to be more successful. Success won't necessarily bring me happiness. It's not that something more will bring me happiness. It's the presence. It's a connecting right here. It's the playing, the experimenting right here, right now. There, there isn't this whole more thing is preventing me from spending time here, now. And that's where oh, the relaxation happens. I mean, no, nobody in the world has ever relaxed while believing a thought. That's never happened. People relax when they oh, land in their bodies. And one more example here of I don't need to be more successful is that I don't need to engage in the battle and the struggle for success, the constant auditioning process for success uh, and the constant rejection process. I don't need to engage in that in order to be happy. Right? This, this need for success is making it worse. It's negatively impacting me. Whereas free from this belief and this need and this struggle is already all of the happiness that I could possibly want. It's how I know that there's some sort of relaxation or happiness out there is because I felt it already, which means it's already here. I don't need to be more successful. So for some of these, you might do one pass and see that, wow, there's lots of breakthroughs, but you might also see, you know, I may have a breakthrough now and then 10 seconds later, I'm back in the belief. Yeah, but in the real world, I do need to be more successful because of this proof and this proof and this proof. 
And so that is a good indicator that, okay, go in and question that proof and that proof and that proof. Are those really true? Is that really evidence that you actually need to be more successful? Right? The work doesn't stop until, until it's all uh, complete. Right? Byron Katie says, until you're in love with everybody, you, your work is not done. And I would say what we're doing here with money is until you're in love with money and success and failure and work and until you're in love with yourself, your work is not done. I got some work to do. <laughs> I got some work to do. And I will keep on doing it. And I'll see you tomorrow. You've been listening to the 90 Day Money Challenge. All episodes are available in video form with me, Noe Kalfa, waving my arms and wearing spiffy new outfits every day. You can access these videos and join the conversation by following at Noe Kalfa on Instagram. This podcast is a production of Worth the Journey, with editing help from Simone Sanz and art by Malcolm Rene Ribot. Worth the Journey is the business and marketing agency I created, where you can find everything you need to launch and grow your heart-centered business, from virtual assistance to business coaching to website and graphic design. Our team is seriously amazing. You've got to check us out at worththejourney.com. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.